Welcome to Healing You, presented by Define You Radio, with host Valencia Griffin-Wallace. Committed to helping you heal with stories, tips, and strategies by guests who were once hurting. In order to define you, you must first heal you. Now your host, Valencia Griffin-Wallace. Good evening and welcome to Define You Radio presents Healing You. I'm your host, Valencia Griffin-Wallace, the Southern Belle of Bold. Make sure you follow the show on Blog Talk Radio and connect with me at www.valenciagwallace.com. And I'm so happy to um, present this first episode of Healing You. And if you guys have listened to Define You Radio, you know my voice. You kind of know bits and pieces of my story. And Healing You was the first step in my life I had to take before I can could define who I was in, in, in my life and what I'm about. So tonight, for the first episode and plenty of episodes to follow, I'm joined with two of my friends, Miss Tasha Dearborn of Positive Express and Miss Connie Lee Bennett of Meraki Therapy. The purpose of healing you is to talk about those things in life that puts you maybe in a bad place emotionally, sometimes physically, because we all know sometimes emotional reactions can affect us physically. We'll hear from guests who've lived through trauma, pain, maybe just certain issues in in life that they had to heal from themselves. Some of them will tell stories of domestic violence, some of childhood abuse, The stories will be different, but they will have the same purpose, and that's to discuss the healing aspect of it. So with that being said, I would like to introduce the two guests or or Healing You family members. Uh, They'll be advising along the way, and you guys will know their voice, their faces, their, their spirits, who they are, and why they feel like healing you is such an important aspect of life. So with that being said, I'm going to introduce Miss Tasha Dearborn of Positive Express. Tasha, are you there? I'm here. This Yay. Okay, Tasha. Okay, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay. Well, my name is Tasha Dilborn. I am the founder of Positive Express. Positive Express is an organization here in Houston, Texas, that promotes teachers and builds girls' self-esteem. I'm an ambassador of the Find You Movement, where I walk alongside with Valencia in, in helping teach women and men in defining their areas in their personal and professional life. And last but not least, I am an advocate for HIV, AIDS, and awareness to teach our youth. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, and welcome to Healing You. And next up, we're going to introduce, from Paris, (laughs) uh, our next um, advisor of the show team member, Ms. Connie Lee Bennett of Meraki Therapy. 
Ms. Connie, can you tell us a little bit about you and what you do? Hi, everybody. Thank you so much, Valencia. Yeah, absolutely. It's my honor to be on the show. And it's even more so my honor to be providing this space for you beautiful people listening out there on the live show and also the replay to provide that space where you can define and tap into who you truly are. And that's really who I am is I provide the space for people for finding the answers within themselves to create a space where they are happy, personally, professionally, and of course, sexually. And how I do that is by doing one-to-one sessions. I'm a holistic psychotherapist and I'm the fabulous founder of Meraki Therapy. I'm a motivational public speaker and I have recently birthed from my soul the space online where I offer e-courses to do just that, to help people to uncover who they truly are and work through the process of healing that which is preventing them from doing so. So I'm delighted to be here. Thank you so much for the honor. Well, thank you guys so much for for showing up and, and being there for others who need to heal. You know, as much as I'm an advocate of define you and knowing who you are and your purpose, there's a story before that. I wasn't always this bold, confident woman. I didn't always have this 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 loud, uh, big personality because there were a few things in life that truly were hurtful to me. And I had to heal from that, hence healing you, because we I believe we all have things to heal from. So with that being said, I wanted to ask you, Miss Connie Lee, what is healing to you? Wow. Such a beautiful question. And, and the space that you're providing here, Valencia, is just remarkable, remarkable. So really amazing. So what is healing? Well, I want to take a step back. Now, you know, in my online course, I talk about the seven steps to uncovering who you are. And I just quickly want to, want to touch on them so I can explain the context of what I mean healing is, uh, to me at least. So the first step I feel to, to healing you is T stands for trust, and it's my Thrive program. And trust is, is really about trusting yourself, that you have the space within you, that you are powerful enough to step over that which is preventing you from loving yourself and loving life. Trusting yourself is really a, a hard thing for a lot of people because if something's happened, that is potentially really, really traumatic and not okay, what we sometimes do is we step into a space where we feel that, well, actually, we're just not even good enough and we don't trust ourselves at all. So it's really important that we find the safe space to begin to start healing. And this is very difficult because what does it mean to be safe? You know, do you feel safe? personally, physically, emotionally, you know, if, if there's something that's happened to you that was done by a loved one, then you're not going to be feeling safe, especially in the environment that you're living in. 
So it's about where do I feel safe? Who do I feel safe with? Because if you don't feel safe in that kind of a beautiful healing bubble, then it's really hard to begin that process of healing. So the, the first step for me is what do I need to do to feel safe in a, in a small way? You know, maybe it's being on your own in your room or reading a book or journaling or praying or it, it's about creating that space. And the second step is awareness. Is awareness of, okay, well, how has this impacted me? And this might be where you'd need professional help is to identify, well, what is the belief system that I've created about myself that I have felt is me not feeling good enough because we are human. And part of the, the, the reactive thing that happens to us when we're human is that what we do is we automatically think outside in that the outside is control of our worth. And this is so powerful. Outside does not have control over our worth. But because we're human, we feel it does. So step number two is powerful because it's understanding that what and where has the shift happened in our worth. And step number three is the acceptance of who we are and the acceptance that the outside doesn't have control over our worth. And who we are is still beautiful. Who we are is still amazing. And it has nothing to do with what's happened to us and what's happened around us. And it's reminding ourselves that who we are is still that spark of light. And step number four is the R of thrive, which is release and forgiveness. And it's firstly releasing and forgiving yourself. Forgiving yourself for being human. Forgiving yourself for all the pressure that you are putting on yourself. You see, the power to heal is found, I feel, in the stillness of the present moment. Because when we're angry and when we're resentment, we're in resentment, we're in the past. And we're saying, you know what, I'm living in the past. And I'm not living in the present. And I'm giving my past control over what I choose and who I am. And when we were in fear, we were in fear of the future. Now, here the heart of what I'm saying, some of these things are not okay. And some of these things are real in the physical world. I'm talking about firstly finding the space within you to heal, to release. Within you, step number five is the invention, the I of Thrive, which is what do I need to invent? Who am I truly on a soul level? Because we are that essence of worth and love. So it's about in that still present moment, tapping into that beautiful spark of who you are so that we can be vibrantly live. And the last step is the E, which is the expand and the emancipate. The daily steps. The daily steps of, okay, well, I get it, but 
I'm still living with this hurt. I'm still living with this mm. pain. I'm tapping into this gorgeous, amazing, sexy, sassy woman or, or, you know, strong, confident male that I am, but I'm still living with this pain. And it's the identification of, well, I need to release some of this stuff from maybe the, the memory within my body because whenever something traumatic happens, and I will complete with this, it forms a memory not only within the neurological neurons within the brain, but also within the body. And healing is a daily process of those seven steps, a daily process of tapping into the awareness, tapping into the love, and then stepping into that still powerful moment rather than the past and the future. So that's the heart, really, of what I feel healing is. And we are definitely going to touch on some of those because I know uh, just in, in my own life, and I'm sure a lot of the listeners can relate, you know, when you talk about um, forgiveness and, and releasing and, and different things of that nature. So we're going to come back to that. But I wanted to get to Tasha and ask her, what what is your definition of healing? My definition for healing is pretty much creating an outlet um, to release the release those situations or thoughts or mixed feelings that you may be having, such as um, a reoccurring um, incident or something that may have been tragic in your life from childhood to adulthood or whatever. Um, dealing with those issues and trying to not put a patch on it but actually heal from it. So you you would have to, like, you know, reach out to others and things like that in order to heal. So you have to get, get in tune with who you are to be able to know your worth. So that's what I hmm. picture with healing is. Beautiful. I know it's very, very good. I know when, when I – thought about this, you know, Valencia, what is your definition of healing? And I like I seriously had to think about this because my definition is when healing is when something no longer hurts me. But when I think about if if this is my definition, then it's things in my own life that I mm-hmm. thought I was healed from but still causes some sort of reaction from me. And I know, uh, Ms. Connie Lee, you mentioned about the mind and body memory. So I'm wondering, Mm -hmm. because I do, and it could be something that happened 10, 15, 20 years ago, but, and I'm thinking, you know, I've healed from whatever situation that was, but then something will happen and I will have a mental or, or physical reaction, you know, whether it's just a, a look of disgust or something of that nature, and I'm like, okay, am I really healed from this, you know? And so I want to yeah. touch on the forgiveness aspect of it because I look at some some people in my life that have, done not so nice things to me and I believe a lot of the listeners can relate. 
And I'm not talking about strangers. Or I'm talking about people who are close to you that's supposed to love you and nurture you and so on and so forth. And I, I look at, you know, things that happened in my childhood or, you know, my young adulthood or whatever, um, and I'm like, okay, I've forgiven this person for how they treated me, so I feel like I've healed from that. But I question that because when I'm around <laughs> these people, certain people, you can, my attitude towards them is very, you you wouldn't, you know, it's not a nasty attitude, but it's very much of I really don't want to deal with you attitude. So then I ask myself, have I really forgiven them? Have I really healed from from that? Miss mm-hmm. Connie Lee, what's your opinion on that? Mm. You know, for me, healing is a process. Yeah, it's not something that happens overnight. And unfortunately, what we what we do as human is we feel. There's this innate part of us that wants sort of the microwave society, isn't it? So we want things healed and complete, and you know, we 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 want to get over it quickly because we don't like pain. We think that mm-hmm. any form of emotion is bad, okay? And saying that any of of the things that happen to us are okay because they are not so. So unequivocally, you know, things happen to us that are not okay. We're talking about our own personal healing here. So what I often say to my one-to-one clients is, it's important that you go as slow as the slowest part of you feels comfortable with when it comes to healing. So if you don't feel safe in this moment to forgive that particular person, then it's important that I don't say don't. (laughs) What I'm saying is in that Mm -hmm. moment, you're not ready. In that moment, there is a part of you that is feeling unsafe. And it's about listening to that still voice inside of you that knows how long you need to heal. Because healing is not just about forgiving the person. It's about dealing with that which is going on inside of you. Mm. So is understanding, okay, well, why am I not feeling safe to forgive this person? And often what you'll do is you'll find that there's stuff within you that needs to come into awareness. And what you said was very, very interesting about how even, you know, we have beautiful ways of forgiving and we, you know, maybe write letters or we have conversations with the soul of the person or we have um, conversations with the person themselves, but we still maybe 5, 10, 15 years, maybe 50 years later, still have this memory that comes up and it still has this biological memory. We, it, our bodies still feel the reaction and there's this human re, reaction of you know, shame or guilt or, or anger or, you know, mm-hmm. that is natural <laughs> and that is perfectly normal and that is okay. That is okay because, you know, the awareness is that that is what happened to you. But a lot of people stop there. They're like, okay, that happened to me, and yes, I accept it. But what they 
they don't do is they don't carry on with all the other steps. And step number three is very important, which is the acceptance of love, that it is okay to be human. And of course, because you've formed these biological traces and they're still stored within the body, you are still going to react sometimes. And that is okay. And it's important to say to yourself, okay, that's okay. I'm just being human. I'm going to give myself the space to be human. Okay, I love myself. And then you carry on. Rather than pushing excuse me, those feelings down because that's what we do, isn't it? That's what we do is we push the feelings down because we feel they're not okay. The feelings are your gift to tell you where you're out of alignment with your truth. Isn't that beautiful? Whenever you're feeling a feeling is to ask, aha, I'm out of alignment with the worth and the value of who I am in this moment, not in my whole life, not in, but in, know, this in this moment, I'm feeling lack of worth. How can I heal that? And that's the power of healing. Like I said, is in this moment, where am I out of worth? And that's where the forgiveness lies. Forgiveness of self first having that thought <laughs> because you think well oh, I shouldn't not, have this thought I, okay. and I don't even go go there with it um, I feel like I am entitled to be angry and have the reaction mm-hmm. I have uh, even though it has been you know over 20, you know, 20 years or so um, Tasha do you when you have, do you, oh, I'm trying to think how to phrase this question because, you know, when you talk about this topic, um, when we talk about healing and especially with the forgiveness uh, aspect of it, you know, what are your feelings on, on that, Tasha? Um, I would have to say the forgiving uh, aspect on it is more intense on it's more of what Ms. Cunning just said um, as far as you know just knowing who you are and healing your heart your heart is the part that's really hurting like you said when you get around mm-hmm. others that have hurt you you know it tends to still play a part in you wanting to be angry at them but you don't want to hold that anger you want to release it so I would have to say um, just forgiving them just you know knowing that you can overcome something, no matter how you look at it or whatever the situation may be, um, just kind of being abroad of who you are. Hmm. So is it is it wrong for me to feel entitled to be angry? <laughs> is that stop? Would, would you say that would stop... Uh, healing from the situation because I honestly, you know, me being 100% honest, I feel entitled to the way that I feel and entitled to my reactions to them. Like I feel entitled to that. And I'm wondering if that feeling of entitlement is really keeping, you know, quote unquote, true healing. 
Um, I would say you're still healing because you're still you're still pushing yourself through it, regardless of how you look at it. Uh, so I would have to say it's not you're not entitled to be angry, and you know, the angry. still hurting from <laughs> Miss Connie Lee, am I entitled to be angry? Yes and no. <laughs> Let me explain. <laughs> There's, for me, there is a difference between an expression and a reaction. Mm. Now, often what we do is we react. So the human reacts. Okay, the human gets angry, the human feels emotions. And absolutely, we are entitled to experience these emotions. And absolutely, we are entitled to react because we're human. And this is going to (laughs) happen. And Mm -hmm. it's about not feeling guilty and not feeling bad and not beating ourselves up for all the human reactions that we have. But it doesn't stop there. You know, when we when we get caught up in the reaction, that's where we lose power of who we are. When we get caught mm. up in the resentment, when we get caught up in the entitlement, that's when we lose power. The expression comes when we say, aha, I'm aware that that's why I reacted. That's okay. I love myself. But let's move on. Let's move on to getting the power back in the in the stillness of the moment, which is the invention, and I'm going to choose to express. Now, expressing is an inside-out motion, an inside-out sort of feeling flow, and, and it's saying, okay, well, yeah, I feel this, but that's just the human. But what is the essence of who I am trying to say in this moment? And I'm quite visual, and I kind of see it as like, when you're expressing, you're expressing this white light from the inside, from your soul, from your truth, whatever you call it, and it's inside out, and it's moving into your world, and it's flowing around the people that are still in your reality that are making you feel the way that you're feeling. So you, you're kind of expressing that that's what happened, and it's not okay with you, and you're not ready to heal, uh, you're not ready to forgive, or you're, you're forgiving, but you're expressing that this isn't okay, versus the reaction, which is the you are a bad person, you, 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 pointing your finger out, versus the expression, which is I feel, and this is what I need from you and from life and from myself right now. So absolutely, you're entitled to it. But it's about not being caught in that. It's about moving on to the expression of your truth. And I and I'm working on it. I think um, with particular situations, healing is a a lifelong thing. Absolutely. You know. And I I think that when it comes to healing, when it you know when someone else has hurt you. Um, and I'm just basing this on my own experience. People that I express that anger towards, because when I'm hurt and and feel like I, you know, I've done my part, I forgave you, but I'm still in healing mode. 
it tends to, you know, get expressed in anger. But what I think is because I wasn't allowed to address it. Because mm. a lot of times when people hurt us, they will say, I'm sorry, and kind of put a period on it instead of, no, I want mm. to talk about this. That You know, that's my feelings. I want to, let's talk. Let me talk it out. And I think because I was denied that, that's part of the hold up, so to speak. Tasha, um, when you think about it that way, you know, what, what have you had to heal from or what are you still healing from if, if you want to, you know, Discuss. Sure. <laughs> sure, I'm discussing. Uh, well, I'm actually still feeling it was in the process uh, from family hurt. Um, as a young child, I've kind of been through a bunch of different transitions and different things that have happened to me, such as being um, physically, mentally, and emotionally abused. Um, I was molested twice. Um, once from a family member, once from a friend of a family. Um, I didn't speak on those things till I was like 30 years old. So it's still in the healing process because I just reached out to those people and, you know, try to, you know, want to forgive them. So I'm still hmm. in the process of that. Um, family members, I haven't just had a straight conversation with them, so I'm still trying to deal with that. Um as far as the healing part, because they don't know what they have done to me um, other than me reacting to their responses when they say certain things or do certain things to me. The anger part does come out um, instead of me talking to them. Um, Low self-esteem, they kind of made me feel like I wasn't good enough at times, so they kind of brought that upon. Um, Let's see. I was, like I said, I was physically abused, um, from relationships that I was in, just trying to deal with relationships, period, friendships, anything with a ship at the end kind of destroyed me, and I feel, you know, <laughs> still trying to heal from that, but I pushed through it um, by, getting, you know, getting confirmation from affirmations that I say to myself or just telling myself I am good enough or, you know, whatever that is um, as far as reaching out to people that, I can actually talk to, which is not very many, because of the fact that I don't trust everybody. So trust is a big issue with me. Um, so yeah, I'm still healing in some of those areas. Interesting. It's I I don't know that if I were, was able to have discussions directly with the people that. Um, you know, hurt me. I don't know how that would help me along in the healing. I'm sure it will. But what I find is that, you know, for instance, I'll just go ahead and say it, um, me and and my dad, I, he was, you know, I was a daddy's girl. And then daddy disappeared for a huge amount, a huge chunk of my life. And recently, uh, within the last, I don't know, maybe five years, he, you know, the last 10 years, I would say, he, he's he been on and off. But recently, the last five years, he's been 
he moved back to Louisiana. And on one hand, I'm like, okay, I've forgiven you. But on the other hand, I'm like, I think I've forgiven you, but I have questions. You know, where were you those years? And he will brush it off. And I'm sure a lot of the audience can relate when you want to address something and the person brushes it off because it's the past to them. But to you, it's almost like, you know, like you said, Miss Connie Lee, um, that mind and body memory still feels like it was yesterday. And I was in fifth, um, about, about seventh grade when he initially kind of disappeared. But, and I and I love that you said that, because that mind and body memory, every time I'm around him to this day, it's just like I go, I'm zipped back in time, and I still feel like I have questions. And then his response is, that was the past. So it's still no answers. How, how do you, what, what say you, Ms. Connelly, to that? Mm-hmm. Yes, unfortunately we live in a world with people <laughs> who have their own journeys and mm. you know this is what I feel is I, I believe that we are all spiritual beings having a human experience versus a human being having a spiritual experience and what I mean by that is I believe when we're born, we are this beautiful, whole, complete version of value and worth. So when we're born, we are one with who we truly are, which is I am good enough. I am worthy. And what happens throughout our lives is people start telling us, don't do that, do that, because we get conditioned to believe that in order to be good enough, we need to fit into certain boxes and we need to do certain things. And what happens from that moment forth is that our outside world starts to become an everyday reflection of where we are not good enough. Because everything around us, you know, from the clothes that people wear to the things that they say to their actions, you think, ah, oh, I need to be exactly like them. And if I'm not like them, then I'm not good enough. Now, that happens on obviously the superficial level, but it also happens with relationships. And this is where it gets really deep and hurtful for people because the human, part of being human is being born into a family that is supposed to, in a you know, law. Rupert Thomas here. Supposed to provide you the blueprint of what it means to fully love and accept and honor who you are. Mm. And because our families are also human, and because people are also human, their souls are having a human experience, they're doing the very best that they know how, which sometimes isn't okay to the daughter, to the son. To the people and you know the the partner or whoever is involved in the relationship, because their human expression causes the reflection of "I am not good enough" in the other person, and that still happens 
in our everyday lives that, you know, it still happens. I'll get back to the body connection, but it still happens now, beautiful Valencia, many years later because your dad not wanting to have this conversation with you is still that reflection of, well, you know what, dad, what you're saying to me is, well, I'm not good enough. You don't think that I'm important enough to have this conversation with. But what's going on with your dad is, exactly, what's going on with your dad is the same thing. He's like, well, no, Valencia, I don't want to have this conversation because I know that what I did wasn't okay, and you're reflecting my lack of worth. So there's this, mm. there's this head, this ego conversation, that human conversation that's going on with both of you guys, which is, I don't feel good enough, so I don't want to go there. I don't feel good enough, so I don't want to go there. So there's this reflection, which is why no one often, I'm saying no one, not necessarily you, I'm being in general now, people don't want to have this conversation because they're feeling they are not good enough. So rather than stepping into that stillness of who am I on a soul level and saying, okay, well, on a soul level, this is what's actually going on. I am still good enough. And although I did what I did, you know, it was still okay because it was my human. And let me, let me ask for forgiveness for the human so that we can connect more on a soul level. But the human us is very powerful. <laughs> and the human us is yeah. the one that has those biological traces that comes up. And the human us is the one that needs to, you know, expand the last step, which is completely expand and emancipate. And, you know, this Tasha will, will be able to give us some beautiful tips and techniques on how to express that anger and that hurt because when we don't express this, it, it does it does form memories within the body. You know, any anger that you have is because there is still of that hurt that you haven't expressed. And it's stored within the the body. It, it starts with the skin, you know, and then it moves deeper to the deeper layers within our body, into our internal organ and, you know, organs. And, uh, you know, eventually it, it causes things that are much deeper. So it's important to be able to express those in a, in a safe way. And what's sad is that in this human expression that we're living, sometimes there aren't any people to express it. So it's, well, how do I express it? Do I express it through, through journaling? Do I express it through exercise? Do I express it through a conversation with the soul? You know, if your dad's not willing to have that conversation in this present moment, Maybe, you know, you can have that conversation with his soul and say to his soul, you know, oh God, why did you do that? I, I'm needing you to tell me the answers because it's important to me. And there's a difference again between the expression and the reaction. The reaction is, tell me I deserve the answer. Whereas the expression is, I need to hear so that I can repair my own work. And there's a difference in the vibration and the energy. Understood. I know uh, with with him, I was I was a daddy's girl. Yeah. Like I was a daddy's girl to the sheer definition of a daddy's girl. <laughs> but um, 
Tasha, I wanted you to to weigh in on that aspect of needing to have the conversation and wanting to have the conversation to help you with healing, but the other person not being willing. What are your thoughts on that? My thought on that is for the other person, um, I would have to ask myself for them not wanting to respond to me or to tell me why, you know, certain things have happened. Um, I would have to say, I would have to sit back and just think, ask myself, well, what has happened to that person to make them feel that they, you know, are needing to do certain things or, you know, uh, coming where they feel like they can't come and talk to me and tell me why they're treating me a certain way or why things are being said, you know. So I think it's just more of looking at that aspect of wanting to know what happened to that person in in their past that made them feel the way that they are and that they're using their situation to be able to hurt me, but at the same time they're not healing, so they're not knowing how to express it. So it's like basically two two hurting people just hurting on different in, on different levels, trying to be whole, I guess, or trying to to heal, <laughs> trying yeah. to heal. That's and I know um, it was you know I was someone recommended I since he didn't want to have this conversation to write a letter. To him, and mm-hmm. I and I started right. and I did start that process because I would tell somebody that, you know, if they don't want to talk to you, I would advise someone to write a letter to that person, and whether they get it and read it or not, it's still a healing in being able to express it. And I started and started and I and what ended up happening, I ended up calling him, and so I was able to get my feelings out, but what I did, I think I cut my my healing off in that process because what I did, I said, there's nothing that you can tell me that I will believe. Mm -hmm. So that's almost, was almost like telling him, it doesn't matter if you explain or not because I still won't believe you. So I think I kind of, with saying that, it, and it felt powerful in the moment, but I realized after the fact I may have cut off my own healing with that statement. What say you, Miss Connie Lee? Mm. Well, you know, in that moment, What's important to acknowledge is that that is how you felt, you know, and that was powerful for you to express. That is powerful for you to express. But again, you know, it's it's about acknowledgement of of the moment, and you can always go back in another moment and say, okay, you know, uh, I'm feeling that I'm now open to hearing what you have to say, Dad, because in that moment, there's nothing you can say was actually you saying, well, you know, I'm not open at this moment to hear what you have to say because I'm still hurting. 
I'm still hurting and there's still a shell of protection around me. And if you if you think about the heart of what you said on a soul level, it's always, you know, the words that we say are not usually the truth of how we feel. They're usually the the, the protective mechanism, aren't they? They this is what I feel safe saying, so I'm going to say it. So there's nothing you can say is is actually saying I'm not feeling safe right now to hear what you have to say. I'm angry at you. Right now is not the time for me. I'm needing some space to heal myself. But, you know, in, a, in maybe the next moment, sometimes we say things that we regret. <laughs> you know that feeling? We've all had that. We say something, it's a reaction. You're like, well, actually... I don't mean that. Well, you did in the moment, and that's okay. But it's understanding that you can still go back, and you can still ask him, right, Dad, you know, now I'm now I'm healed, and now I want to have a connection with your soul, and I want to ask you and see it from your perspective. Like Tasha was saying, you know, I want to see it from your perspective now, and I'm open. I'm open to hearing but go as slow as the slowest part of you feels comfortable with. That's the journey and of healing, isn't it? Yes, mm. it it is a, a journey in itself, you know, and I believe it's a, a lifelong lesson and journey. And as we, you know, we have like uh, 15 minutes left, so I do want to get into what happens when you don't heal, what are some of those reactions, Tasha, that you've seen, whether in your own life or other people's life, when they're not healed in in any way, shape, or form? Well, I would have to say in my life, I would have to say I feel off track. Um, I'm not focused on what I need to be doing versus um, what I could be doing. Um, I kind of let my emotions get to me. I'm always, like, emotionally, I might cry just at, you know, at the, at the moment. And then I'm like, okay, so I should regroup. You know, you need to focus and get back on track. So I feel that it's more of an emotional um, aspect when it comes to not healing. Um <laughs> yeah, so it's more hmm. more of that reason. Understood, Miss Connie Lee. What happens when you don't heal? As as Tasha was sharing, I was just thinking. It goes back to love. When you don't heal, you're not in alignment with the love of who you are. You know, who you truly are, when you say define you, I believe that who we are is just an expression of love. So when we're not healing, what we're doing is we're living in the past, the anger and the resentment of the past, or the fear of the future, and we're not in the present moment, and we're not living love, and we're not living the worth of who we are. And we're not living vibrantly and joyfully. We're not tapping into those high vibration feelings of love and joy and, and creativity. 
like Tasha was saying, where where the humanness is living in that space where we're angry and we're resentment and we're we're you know, where we're caught up in, in the outside in versus the internal out. And that's okay. You know, that's okay. We could be caught there for a day, we could be caught there for a year. It's it's a diff- it's a process and it's an acceptance, but when we're not healing, we're not living who we truly are. We're not expressing who we truly are. But it is a choice in every moment what we choose and where we choose to be at. So what's actually really powerful is to say, you know what, right now I'm choosing to not heal this and I'm choosing to be angry because that is what I'm choosing. And the power is I choose. I am. You know, Tasha, you were saying what's been really helpful for you is the the affirmations. And I really believe in affirmations. They are so powerful because when we are awareness of what we unconsciously say about ourselves, we start having power over what we choose to consciously say about ourselves. That's kind of the round, a roundabout way of, of answering a question is when we're not healing, we're not living who we truly are, which is love. And I, I'm listening and I'm absorbing and I'm taking notes and I hope the listeners do understand as we you know go through this journey and learn more about healing and it's it's a process it's a process and i know i think that all people have certain areas maybe not all i'll say most have certain areas in their life that they it's kind of like a ouch you know like someone pull pull the Band-Aid off, so to speak, when they get in a certain situation. And I love how you put it about a, a safe place and a safe space. And right at this time, since we have 10 minutes left, callers, if anyone has a question or comment, please press 1, and we'll, we'll get you on healing you and maybe address or talk about your issue or, or your place of pain that you need to heal from. So I'm I'm very excited about, you know, what we've discussed. And I know I have areas that I need to need to heal and it's it's almost like a twelve step situation. Um admitting you need healing in this certain area is part of the process. And I'm still working on feeling like I'm entitled to be angry. And I never really looked at the aspect of this was taken away from me living, you know, because when I get around certain people, it kind of pulls me back. It, it, you know, Valencia could be 100%, and then when I get around certain people that cause that mind and body memory, like you said, um, I can't be 100%. It's like I'm at 80, and then the other 20% is me just reminding you in some way, shape, or form 
that you've hurt me and for the rest of your life, I want you to know that. And I... And I know, like, you, when you know something is, like, not right and you know you know it's not right, but like I said, it's dealing with that feeling entitled, you know? So it, it's definitely a process and a journey. So as we start winding the first show down, I wanted to see if you guys would have a tip that the listeners can take or a tip or a step the listeners can take towards healing for the next week. Miss mm-hmm. Connie Lee. One tip. Wow. <laughs> Maybe I'll, t- <laughs> I'll post a, a few tips. Maybe we'll have a great conversation um, uh, on the Facebook group uh, or something like that. But okay. If I have to choose one, I think, what I feel in my heart I'd like to share today is this idea of how the body is your gift. Now, what do I mean by that? Remember, all thoughts and feelings are stored within your body, and emotions are your gift to communicating with you where you are out of alignment with the truth of who you are, and the truth of who you are is I am good enough. So the tip is this. Become aware of your body. Become aware of the feelings within your body. And it's like a continuum scale. When your body is feeling really, really light, you know when you're feeling happy, oh my gosh, you know that you you feel it in your entire body, don't you? And when you're feeling really, really happy, you are in the full expression of the magic of who you are and the love of who you are. But when you're feeling really heavy and angry and resentful and what you're in is the lower end of the scale, which is that you have given your power over. And you are in that space of, I am not good enough and I am not expressing who I truly am. So become aware of your body this week. Understand that it's your gift. And ask yourself the question, ah, my body is feeling heavy, interesting. Hmm. How can I move up the vibration? How can I move up the scale? How can I honor myself more? What do I need to do in this moment to remind myself that I am love, I am beautiful, I am worthy, and I am fantastic and amazing and fabulous? That would be my tip. (laughs) <laughs> Love that, and and thank you so much for that. And I will post it on the on the Facebook page also. And if you can tell the listeners how they can find you on social media or your website information, absolutely. So my uh, psychotherapy website is www. Connie Lee, uh, wait, no, www.connieleebennett.com is my e-course uh, website, but Meraki Therapy, M-E-R-A-K-I, therapy.com is my one-to-one site. But, you know, you can find me uh, on, the, on the Facebook uh, Divine You page um, that you have beautifully created. But if you, my, my name on um, Facebook is 
Connie Lee Courageous Bennett, actually. <laughs> but you, you'll find me. You'll find me. Don't worry. We'll connect. I'd love to hear from you. So please feel free to just send me a message and we'll connect or after the show. Thank you so much, Valencia. Thank you so much, Miss Connie Lee. And Tasha, what one tip would you like to leave going forward this week? Uh, one tip I would have to say is be more, be more mindful of your thoughts. Um, don't try to push them down. Try to, you know, be aware of what's going on and take, you can take control of it. Um, I do have a quote um, that I do go by, which is by Akshan Dupi. Um, it says, healing doesn't mean the damage never existed. It means the damage no longer controls your life. So I use that tip and that quote um, daily just to make sure that I'm staying in control of who I am. So I would say just be aware of the thoughts and be more mindful of what's going on in your arena. I love that. And make sure you guys post your tips on the Define You Radio Healing You page. And Tasha, how can people find you and connect with you? I am on social media, just Facebook, um, Instagram, LinkedIn, and uh, Twitter. All of it is under Positive Express. Uh, my email is positive.express.14 at gmail.com. Feel free to send me a message, and I will do respond promptly. Um, and that's, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Miss Connie Lee and Miss Tasha. Thank you. And, uh, it's been an awesome kickoff episode. I know that we've helped someone and a whole bunch of someone. With that being said, guys, the tip that I have going forward for this week is just this. It is okay it's going to be okay and healing is a process so don't beat yourself up if you're feeling if if you're in your feelings a little bit don't beat yourself up and it's a process so that'll be my my tip or going forward for this week with that being said thank you so much for joining us healing you Make sure you tune in live on Define You Radio this Tuesday at 7 p.m. Central. You can dial in live at 646-564-9968. You guys have a great week, and thank you for listening in. Thank you for listening in to Healing You. Remember, you must heal you in order to define you. Join us next week, same time, same place, as we continue the healing journey together. cyber world the wolves are attacking is your company safe hp enterprise printers are built to help keep your company protected with layers of security that can stop the wolves in their tracks 
Upgrade to HP Enterprise printers and keep the wolves out of your neck of the woods. Nothing is safe if your office isn't HP Secure. HP Business Printing, the world's most secure printers. See the wolf and HP in action. Visit hp.com forward slash the wolf.